Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin, AKA Mental MacGyver. I provide concierge high-performance support and coaching to executives, founders, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Lorga Agrafiti. She is a strategy and design consultant for the health and wellness industry and based in Dublin. I have Stuart Wiggins. He's with Induna Advisors, where he offers fractional chief operating officer services and brings resources together to help scale your business. And I have Rick Alcantara. He does public relations, digital marketing, and crisis communications at Rick Alcantara Consulting. The question I have today, if cynicism is the opposite of naivete, what does balance look like? Rick, what do you think? I think the premise is wrong. I don't think that they are mutually exclusive. I think okay. that you can be both naive and cynical at the same time. For example, it's science, religion, politics, climate change, and business. Uh, I think the folks who are probably the most cynical, probably the least informed about uh, a lot of those matters. Mm -hmm. They don't uh, diversify their their news sources. They don't diversify the information that they're taking in on uh, on issues or on topics. And then they become cynical about government and business and politics and the courts and everything else. Laura, what were your thoughts? I'm thinking when you are saying about balance, I'm thinking about healthy skepticism, which mm -hmm. is something that I try to exercise myself. So what I mean by that is trying to be open-minded, trying to take everything into consideration and uh, analyze it uh, in a way that make me feel that, okay, maybe this person has some reasons and I can understand it, or maybe not. Or if not, if, if this doesn't work, trying to be more self-aware and analyze my biases, beliefs, and how... How do I react to, to those events? And like Rick said, analyzing those information, it's, it's vital. So I think it's, it's very important for you to kind of have this idea of not trusting everything you see, but also mm -hmm. give the benefit of doubt. So for me, that's where I want to stay right in the middle instead of me trying to jump right at the conclusion. Stuart, what came up for you? Well, I was wondering at what point in our in our lives as we get older that this cynicism starts mm -hmm. to set in. Because I'm not quite sure children are cynical. So as we learn more, does that create this cynicism? You heard me talk earlier about being curious and, and wanting to learn. I think that that's important to kind of stave off some of that cynicism. I agree with what the group is saying in terms of you see something new, you might not be familiar with the source. So then you're a bit cynical about it. But I think most of us are going to try to validate the utility of, the, of that information. And Rick said it best, give me religion, politics, whatever. You're, you're going to be cynical and not to put too fine a point on it, but there are organizations, particularly media organizations, and you become cynical about the information that they are maybe producing because somewhere you have validated that that information is not accurate. So then you become cynical about the information that they're producing or where they get that from. But just my final thought on this is, I try to look at it like a childlike attitude. When you're born, you're not cynical and you're really balanced. So just approach 
everything on balance. Mm-hmm. And I, I think there's it. a difference between being cynical and being skeptical. Um, because as, as a PR professional, one of the roles I think of a PR person is to be skeptical of what maybe senior leadership says or what the marketplace may say. Ask questions. One of the worst things you could do for your clients if you're in PR marketing, advertising, is just to go along with whatever the client says all the time. Um, Because they may not have all the facts. They may not have researched it. They may not have understood the the nuances of the market, the client, the customer, their own employees, whatever. So being skeptical, you can question some of those thoughts, decisions, and then come to a more rational, I think, uh, decision and path path going forward. Mm -hmm. I like the healthy skepticism that Laura mentioned, that idea of I can be unsure and want more information and not be cynical or rude about it. For me, cynical has a bitterness to it, whereas not being naive is kind of a fresh, fresh face, don't know any information. So I'm not sure if you can be both. I I mean, I understand the concept, Rick, but I feel like they're so diverse. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, see the people that I've, especially over the last couple of years, people who who are not informed around politics, especially, and they're very, very cynical about government and courts and, and legislation and litigation, and their lack of knowledge on those issues, I think, leads to that cynicism. Uh, so they question everything that the government does, the law enforcement does, the courts do. I think it, it's created a lot of the animosity that we see in the country right now, especially around politics. So do we think that not informed is equal to being naive? I think it definitely contributes to it. Absolutely. I feel like naive has something to do with not having had the opportunity where not informed could be just turning a blind eye. What do you guys think? I agree. When you are not informed, you have a choice to remain ignorant. And sometimes you like just to be in that comfort zone without anything troubling you and you can get triggered by it. So most of the people, maybe they want to know the truth or the source of the information, but because they are triggered, they prefer to stay there. So they prefer to remain ignorant rather than naive. I, and I agree with that. I mean, I haven't really thought about the word naive literally in decades. And the reason why I say that is because it's one of the things that maybe people said when they were younger, well, this person is naive, or we used it in the wrong context and said, this person is naive about the facts. And maybe that person just didn't understand facts. So I struggle with the, with the word naive, but what I don't struggle with is the fact that people do make a choice to have their own set of facts, and you're not allowed to have your own set of facts to make an opinion. If you're only going to read a headline and say, that's the truth, then you're wrong. Or if you're going to do some research, and Rick said, ask questions, and one of my phrases always is, ask why five times. If you can ask why five times and not come up with a good answer, then the question really is why Why is that even existing? Naive, I look at as more of a youthful type of thing. But as we get older, we make choices about what we want to do because people make decisions and say things because, like I said, they read a headline or they heard one thing and it has to be true. And that's where all that skepticism comes, comes through about all of our social norms, the FBI, FEMA, and all that other kind of stuff. Is that where the middle ground is in the education and the willingness to learn and determining what's fact and what's fiction and what's alternate facts? And how do you do that? Being informed, diversify how you get your information and be a a lifelong learner like Stuart talks about. Go out and, and 
seek this information. So don't just get your information from Facebook or from Fox News. Go out and, and look at different news sources, talk to different people, engage with the individuals to learn more about how they see things. Don't just surround yourself with people who all think the same way you do. That's the same problem you see even in corporations. If the senior leader is always just surrounding himself with people who are thinking like he does, it's very easy for them to make a big mistake that could cost the company thousands or millions of dollars because everybody's basically just being a yes man to the to the top person. Um, so you need people who have that skepticism that Laura talked about to ask the questions, to say, is this the right course of action? What's the outcome? Where could this go wrong? Laura, how do you think we can keep from falling into being cynical. I would say I, I agree what Rick said about critical thinking, exercising that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also what I was mentioning, I think, earlier to, to give the benefit of doubt and also to verify the sources. So you can analyze the behavior of somebody or the information or whatever and just choose how to react to it because everything is emotional nowadays. Social media is like when you go there, even for me, I realized that it has this impact of uh, being such a strong influence on me if I stay longer than 30 or one hour there. And then I realized, okay, so that's the purpose of it, to make you feel very emotional. So mm-hmm. how do you detach from it? It's just stepping back, like I said, analyzing your own uh, beliefs, your own bias, and why are you why are you reacting like that? What makes makes you trigger be triggered like this and i guess in that way you can maybe step away from that situation and also do the research it's hard Stuart pointed out very very good there that it's hard to to think it's hard to to do all these things that don't come on the plate served Mm -hmm. to you because we are used to get everything all the information there and we just don't think about it is it good is it right why it serves so easily nothing mm. comes easily in our life so why why are we taking this for granted so yeah it's it's a lot of work and i think it's it always comes from yourself and if you do that work then it's it's easier for you to be on the healthier side or balanced side of the thing you make a good point that cynicism is bitterness and bitterness is an emotion and we are responsible for our own emotions so therefore we're responsible for not ending up being bitter but we're also responsible for not staying naive. So I appreciate the three of you having this conversation with me and I look forward to doing it again very soon.